Five examples of how to tell a guy is doing the bare minimum. Yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about. Five examples of that because I feel like liking you and being attracted to you is not enough. What are you doing to capture my interest? What are you doing to maintain my interest? What are you doing to deserve all of this? You feel what I'm saying? That's uh, why I'm excited to do this video because like, why not? I feel like a lot of us are in denial about the guys we're with. A lot of us like to see potential in men that isn't really there or we they, ne they may never even meet up to their full potential. Do you know what I mean? So, decided to talk about it. Okay, first things first, right? You meet a guy, he looks good, you look good, the attraction, everything is there, right? And he gets your number, okay? Okay, step up. Cause I don't know about you guys, but I'm a bit traditional when it comes to dating. Like I do not like to ask guys for their number or ask them out or approach them. But you know what? It's a new age now, so I feel like it's good that you do. But when guys do that, okay, clap to you, all right? You ask for my number, what's next? See, that's the thing. He has initiated, right, for you. He's initiated asking for your number and he's gotten it. What are you doing with my number? What are you doing with it? Have you done anything with it? Like literally guys will chat you up. Okay, you have my number. Day two, okay. Day three, okay. Week three, you still have not said anything like, hey, let's go out on this date. Hey, are you free next Wednesday? Hey, like you haven't, the only thing you have done it's got to my number. That's it. Are you kidding me? Like, clap for yourself. Are you kidding me? So Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason has returned to KBLA Talk 1580. You already know what it is. Man, I have to do these topics. Let me just say this. Today is the beginning of VOR, Voice of Reason, Listener Appreciation. All the topics that you hear this week will be submissions from the people who listen to the show. I've already gotten a bunch of them. If you want to send a topic to me to cover, I got a couple of slots left for this week. All you got to do is email me, VOR106 at gmail.com. Tonight's topic is one of those topics, bucket naked. You know how Bernie Mac said it, bucket naked. Bucket naked love. In other words, a euphemism for bear. A deeper look at relating with only the bare minimum. Hmm? And I've done some research, man. A lot of people out there, it's the deserve culture. You know, the bare minimum. In other words, you have to come into the relationship with some preset uh, things that may or may not be appreciated because they're considered bottom floor entry level behaviors. And I just think people are insane. There, there is no universal way to enter a relationship. The bare, the bare minimum, you have to be loyal. The bare minimum, you have to be respectful. The bare minimum, you have to have uh, good communication skills. What fairy human being are you supposed to attract? And most of the people who are asking for these things, let's just be clear, are not good at it. At least be like me. Be like, be like Zoe. Zoe comes in here and tells you 
Oh, I struggle with all of it. I'm not perfect. I'm a whip, a work in progress. And yes, at the age I am currently, I'm in a much better place than I was, say, five years ago. Right? But people be making demands. You need to be like this. You need to come with this. You need to have good communication skills. You need to have money. You need to be respectful. You need to be. They'll come with these so-called inflexible, exaggerated expectations as a means of protecting themselves from the unfinished work that they have within themselves. Nobody's following rules in relationships. We're performing rules until we get what we want. When I come forward, the voice of reason is going to talk more about the bare minimum in relationships. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, that's The Roots, 1999, The Next Movement. The name of the record is The Next Movement. The Voice of Reason is The Next Movement in talk radio as it pertains to relationship talk. Yo, I got questions about effort. I mean, this is a real conversation here. Please share with me, right, your struggles with someone not showing enough effort or not putting enough effort into the relationship. What does that actually mean? (sighs) What are the bare minimum things that your partner is supposed to bring to the relationship? The bare minimum actions, the bare bare minimum words, At the very least, this is what they should be doing. What are they? Do you feel like your significant other engages in a type of quiet quitting with regards to your relationship? In other words, they've achieved a certain level. They've done certain things. I don't know who that sister was on Donna Michi's show talking about I quiet quit. She crazy than a bag of angel dust. (laughs) Hey, got to know me before you can assess me. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. (laughs) Quiet quitting with regards to your relationship. How do you know if somebody is giving you the bare minimum? Right? This is a, why is that an important question? How do you know if somebody's giving you the bare minimum? Let me tell you, let me tell you why this is a very important question, because oftentimes people compare what they do to what their partner does. Right. And in that comparison, in that evaluation, if one deems that their significant other isn't doing something to the level as good as or better than what they're doing through that comparison, guess what's created? Doubt. Doubt creates fear, anxiety, and even conflict. No, I'm, I'm going to have to talk to you about it because I feel like I'm putting my best for it. You should put your best foot for it. Right? Our modern day relationships, listen to this, our modern, modern day relationships set up to block self-realization. Whew. 
Zoe, what are you saying? Are modern day relationships set up to block self-realization? Go deeper into that, Zoe. I'm going to make it very clear. Self-realization is about what you can give yourself inwardly. Most relationships are predicated on what you can get from your partner. This creates attachment. This creates affinity. And, and oh, I'm, I'm wrapped up in, I'm telling you, they've designed engineer, uh, they've designed relationships to be external movements. What I can go get, what I can procure from my partner. And, and you focus on it. What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to me? What are you going to show me? Do you get what I'm saying? Self-realization is an internal journey. But happiness in relationship is defined in many cases on what your partner brings to the table on a consistent level. And we've seen the hypocrisy. Most people demand of their partners what they have yet to give themselves. Most people demand that their partners become something or be something that they themselves aren't. So this takes us back to the question, are modern day relationships set up to block self-realization? Here's an even worse question. Call me. I want to hear your opinion. Has somebody given you the bare minimum? And how did you know they were giving you the bare minimum? Were you slight collecting? Were you comparing your effort to theirs? 1-800-9-2015-80. 1-800-9-2015. Is comparison good for a relationship? Here's this question. Do you effort shame your partner? As a result of comparing your individual contributions to theirs in the relationship. I know ain't nobody ever heard that term. Effort shame. Are you an effort shamer? 1-800-920-15. What? What? It, listen. Let's go back to the Bible. Can somebody pull up the Bible for me? I want to go to Genesis and somebody help me with the verses, because I'm a paraphrase. But I do know Cain and Abel was judged on the sincerity of their offering. They both were called to do an offering. One person, right? <laughs> Seth just, just slapped some stuff together. Right. And Abel maybe just took the best of what he had and did the best that he could do. And maybe the best that he could do wasn't the best ever, but whatever he did was done in sincerity and his offering was accepted. Are you with somebody in your relationship that just cobbles things together <laughs> And just throws it at you as a means of appeasing you. In other words, doing the bare minimum. Are you with someone like that? And in turn, do you effort shame them? Because they weren't, quote unquote, considerate. True or false? 
Since relationships are as subjective as the human beings involved, it can be tricky to recognize what the bare minimum standards are in a relationship. Is trust a bare minimum in relationship? Is fidelity a bare minimum in relationship? How do I tell my significant other to make more of an effort? Is respect a bare minimum? You, you, you can't have, listen, if a person doesn't respect themselves, how are they, they going to live up to your bare minimum? Like, what if you created a bare minimum list? Respect, loyalty, blah, 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 blah. You, what if you don't respect yourself, but you got this, this bare minimum list? That's what I'm saying. You, it, it's so subjective. You can't. Somebody said femininity, bare minimum. Wow. Heru Ali, you got to call in and explain that. 1-800-920-158. I'm just saying, what is your bare minimum? I believe that. And, and like I said, I mean, it, it, sue me. Let me let me tell you this. Dr. David R. Hawkins, writer of Power Versus Force. He says facts are accumulated by effort, but truth reveals itself effortlessly. I believe the truth of who you are reveals itself effortlessly. I believe there, as you grow up spiritually, you could grow away from a partner. I don't think that everything has to be predicated on what you do. We live in a society that's a microwave society. This society is where are we going? What are we doing? What are we, what are we getting into? You don't do the things you used to do. Everything is predicated on doing. There's not enough being. There's not enough accepting of somebody doing the best they can, in my opinion, right? Because we always looking over their shoulders saying there's somebody else out there that could do a better job, that can, that can, that can uh, garner a better result. Oh, Tell me that hasn't happened to y'all. Where you had somebody who left you for somebody who could do what you were doing better than you were doing it. Let me say it again. Dr. David R. Hawkins, Power Versus Force. Facts are accumulated by effort, but truth reveals itself effortlessly. Okay, let me let me hit you again. Let me hit you another way. Dr. David R. Hawkins, Power Versus Force. This get his book. It's an amazing book. The only way to enhance one's power in the world is by increasing one's integrity, understanding, and capacity for compassion. I'm going to say this to the brothers out there. A lot of my brothers don't believe in spirituality anymore. A lot of my brothers be borderline atheists because they think like white supremacists. Why? Because the thing that got the most power is the dollar, is the greenback, is the grind, is the hustle. And a lot of my brothers out there don't put a lot of stock into high consciousness thinking, right? They put stock into 
uh, uh, stereotypes, the stereotype of manhood, the status of manhood, what makes a man a man as is defined by modern day society. Bag chasing has more of a impact than spiritual bag releasing, the baggage releasing, right? I want to read that quote again because a lot of brothers are disconnected from this way of thinking. The only way to enhance one's partner, or listen, sorry, the only way to enhance one's power in the world is by increasing one's integrity, understanding, and capacity for compassion. A lot of men don't think like that. So what happens is, if I got my bag right, you going to act right. Now just tell me the truth. One brother in the chat just said it. Femininity, bare minimum. You get some people, some women out there who believe you should withhold your femininity if you're not getting uh, more than the bare minimum or the bare minimum and above. You should withhold your feminine, what? Your brokering nature? 1-800-920-1580. Sean from Oakland, California just joined the fray. Get in here. Brother, wow. You know, um, effort shaming. You know, when it comes to a relationship, and I'll just say, like I, like I talk to, you know, I have to say, you know, I've been married a long time. It doesn't mean I know what I'm talking about. I'm saying I've been married a long time, been together a long time with my better half. And, yes, we both have effort shamed each other um, not a ton, but over the years, yes, we have. Mm. But the thing that I think that was most important is we realize how unproductive that is. Mm-hmm. It's just completely unproductive because then it's a reward system, right? You do this, then I do that. You do that. And so right away, um, this is back 25-plus years, we were like, you know, that's silly, right? Because and when we talk to each other, this is before kids, by the way, too. That's another huge thing you add into your family. Mm-hmm. So that adds a lot more complications. But this was before kids developing a relationship that, uh, you know, we, we were like, you know, you know what? And we weren't talking about the way I'm going to uh, frame it. But it is intrinsic is the reward. It isn't that you do this and I do that. And that I absolutely understand when you're having your day doing your thing, I'm having my day doing my thing, and we come in and certain things that we expect to be done around the house or whatever it is aren't done, then you know what? I mean, it isn't procrastination. It isn't that I'm a slob or don't want to do anything. It's that you've got to communicate to say, look, I understand that this stuff isn't getting done, but I'm going to do it. And then on the days that you just do it before they get home, like doing the dishes and that kind of thing, I know it's real simple stuff, then it's really appreciated. But, yeah, don't effort shame. And the reason why, unless you don't want to be with that person, that's a different thing. But if you really want to be with that person and and you know they want to be with you, that's another thing. It's both ways right there is that they are going to put forth the effort most of the time. 
There's no way you're going to live in a, a perfectly medical environment where everything is perfectly perfect all the time. That's just ridiculous. But you do have to understand that, you know, the universe is going to treat you right when you guys are working together to try to make a relationship work. And then when the hard times come, and they will come, and they always come, right. then you guys can work that out together. And it's not that easy, but I wanted to say that. Don't effort shame because, unless the person doesn't want to be with you because I think we're all trying to do the best we can and give credit where credit is due. Look, I appreciate you on a hard day's work and doing whatever you're doing, and, and we'll get back to uh, you know whatever it is that we're not all happy with. But you got to keep working together, and you, and you just have – you love each other, you work together. If you accept each other, you work together. There you go. Sean from Oakland, California, we appreciate the insight, good brother. Thank you so much for the call. You already know you can call in any time you get ready. When I come forward, you already know it's about to be rocking and rolling because we're going to Battle Creek, Michigan. Gentlemen, I know everybody right now is saying, what is that? Who is that? Let it rock. The Voice of Reason is live on KBLA Talk 1580. My co-host is none other than my playlist. That's new music from none other than Moonchild. The name of the record is called Tell Him, and it features Layla Hathaway. Tell him, girl! Woo! The voice of reason back in the building. Man, tonight's topic is crazy, man. What is the bare minimum? Listen, I'm going to tell you right here. Now, I'm going to say something controversial. I believe empty people need people to do things to let them know that they are cared about. I know that I know that don't sit right with a lot of folk. I'm telling you, relationship in modern day society. Yes, it's Moonchild. Relationship in modern day society is like wearing a sock inside out. It's like wearing your drawers inside out. Okay? Empty people demand that you do things. Listen, I, I, I cannot say it any more succinctly. All of the inside work, self-esteem, self-approval, self-acknowledgement, uh, self-love, self-acceptance, all of the good stuff. You say happiness is an inside job. So is self-esteem. So is self-worth. So is self-approval. So is self-acknowledgement. When you start doing that, you find you ask less of your partner. I, I, I know empty people need to be shown that they're cared for. Wow. I know that's a contra. Listen. This is where you're going to get somebody who's going to effort shame you. Show me, show me, show me, prove to me, show me, prove to me. Empty, empty, vacuous. Spiritual child, empty, vacuous. Listen, society set it up for people to put on performances 
that gets people to say, oh, they like me. Do you, you heard the video I played earlier? The sister said, you got my number. Now what you going to do with it? You got to do something. It's been three days. You got to do. Why, why are you so in a rush to be shown care? To be sh- acceptance, acknowledgement. 1-800-9-20-15-80. Let's get to Battle Creek, Michigan. Haru Ali is in the building. This hour is already gone. But Haru is about to cook. I already know. <laughs> Peace and love to the family of nations, honor so. Yes, sir. What's happening, bro, bro? Yes, sir. Listen, I'm just pondering. It's For me, the bare minimum is femininity. You know, uh, I wrote in the chat that far too many sisters that I, I've run into, and I love y'all, and I'll never leave you. But nevertheless, they got BDE. They got big phallus energy. They got and, what? Uh, I talked to <laughs> They have big phallus energy i can't say the d word they have big richard energy wow big richard energy big richard energy yeah so so you're saying they're hyper masculine they're masculine lies they're they're aggressive they're yeah barky yes now now i understand (laughs) like true said maybe that's all they was taught facts absolutely you don't 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 need no man and blah 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 uh, okay, that that goes against nature, but all right, we see how that's working out. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I talked to a sister. She was like, "Man, I'm so ready to to have a relationship." I said, uh, "You have to take your phallus off, because don't no real man want to be in competition with, with his wife or with his woman with that type of energy." If you can't be fe- listen, femininity. Uh, uh, resurrects uh, chivalry. Huh. As 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 Jeff Brown stated, uh, yeah, femininity is dead because uh, I mean, uh, chivalry is dead because the feminists killed it. Yeah, yeah, they did. Nobody trying to trying to uh, acquiesce to to a woman that's overly masculine for whatever reason. But, I'm, I'm not but um the only the only caveat the only caveat mm-hmm. here Rue, because mm-hmm. what happens is we get into who they are as opposed to what created them what they modeled because they could point out yes. the same thing about us sisters could sit down and say brothers have been modeled by this society to behave like a b c d e all the way down to z my okay. whole thing is in this discussion, many times we don't acknowledge the potter who molded us in the way that we are. And I think it has to be acknowledged because otherwise it, Im- it implies that sisters just chose to be this way and brothers are just like this. You understand what I'm saying? We are. Oh, a- no, don't get it. Don't. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not blaming the sisters. I, I don't know. The social engineering is strong with this colonizer. Ooh. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. And now we, oh, we, we oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm not. I'm not um, crapping on the sisters and, and dogging them. That is, you'll never hear anything like that from me. <laughs> I know who my sisters and my people is, right. and I know uh, why, how, why, and how we in the condition that we're in. So no, that that's social engineering, and unfortunately, um, too many sisters perpetuate that because that's the way to get the bag. Look at the the Megan Stallions. It's like. Um, the Cardi B's, uh, the brothers, you know what I'm saying? Snoop, 
you know. Our women ain't nothing but this and that. You know what I'm saying? We we've all uh succumbed to uh the propaganda and the social engineering. But uh for me, bare minimum is femininity. Now, my sisters say they're not going I ain't cooking, I ain't cleaning, I'm not blah blah blah. They do that conditional femininity. You know, another word for that is coin person. They they they, they coin person. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, uh, listen, this machine don't work unless you stick some money in it. Wow. <laughs> 1-800-920-1580. That was Battle Creek, Michigan. Heru Ali is trying Peace to start a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Peace and love to the family and nation. Yes, please call me right now. I want to know your opinions. I want to know your thoughts. This is a non-judgmental zone. Listen, just understand. We never going to judge you here. Everybody gets to speak, you know, their piece. But I want to know what the bare minimum is to you, right? And why is it such a problem that somebody is doing? Have you ascertained if they're doing it from a space of sincerity? Maybe that's all they got to give. Oh, Lord, 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, more from my playlist, more questions, more powerful topics, more callers. The show is just getting started. Is it good to you? Good to you. More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a little bit about this track. It's a new track. Well, it's not new. It's actually from the 90s. The artist is called Jazzmatics with an X. Jazzmatics. It's on iTunes right now. This particular record is called Weeping Willow. It just got released two weeks ago. But I was there when this stuff was recorded. This is the 90s right here, like 99. Amazing, amazing record, amazing track. I had to play it tonight. We got phone callers. I'm getting people texting me right now. They said, did I hear femininity was equated to cooking and cleaning? Listen, ladies, this is a non-judgmental platform. You could call in and represent the opposite argument, Tasha. (laughs) Call in, Tasha. I've been saying for years that men are more than providers and protectors. Yes, those are primary uh, 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 things we must do as men. Primary objectives, those are our primary orders, right? Protect and provide. But I believe that masculinity is far more nuanced and it's way more vast than just provision and protection, right? And I believe that femininity is the same. But you can call in. And and I think, Tasha, what's being missed here is that, yes, the transactional society has created a transactional mind in both men and women. And that transactional mind expresses itself in different ways. There are some sisters that say... If what I want is not met, if the outcome that I'm seeking is not provided, then I'm holding 
femininity hostage. That isn't to say brothers aren't as toxic and have a toxic expression that matches that. Call in 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, the voice of reason is going to the phone lines. It's getting heated in here. I know it's frustrating to hear. Y'all know who this is. Kindred, the family soul. Man, great record, man. Far away. Man, just where we are is is quite hurtful. The bare minimum. You better do, yeah, I got to have at least a bare minimum or you got to do better than the bare minimum. I'm telling you, effort shaming is running rampant in relationships. She don't cook. He don't work. <laughs> Let's get Tasha in here from Inglewood. She just called in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome my friend Tasha, who has her own show here on KBLA Talk 1580. Tasha, get in here and shed some insight. Hey, Zoe. <laughs> Hello. You, made, you, you straight up made me pull over because, and... I don't want to take anything out of context, but women are so much more than the quote-unquote homemaking attributes that some people think we need to lead with. And I'm like, cooking and cleaning? That's your first point? Now, I, full disclosure, I get into the car after the conversation is already going. I'm talking about what I heard. And I the brother, I forgot where he was from. So I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. So I'm piecing together everything you're saying, and I get it. You know, effort shaming is something that needs to be done away with. But you can't be um, defined by old-fashioned morals. You have to incorporate them to what's going on currently. Mm-hmm. So that just really kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I'm all those things. I understand. I like roles in relationships. Mm-hmm. I dig that. But I don't want to be defined by some archaic thought of what a woman should be. And well, that that's what I think a lot of people get twisted up in. I love it. I love it, Tasha. You know you could call in any time because I know you'd be listening and be yeah. trying to fight. I don't want to fight you, Tasha. <laughs> no, I love, love you. All aspects of you. Even the parts I can't stand, I still love. <laughs> and, and, and no, the cold, the cold part about it is the brother brought up a point. And he was saying femininity is the bare minimum. And he was saying some women hold femininity hostage in exchange for the outcome that they're in pursuit of. And he said that that was unnatural. Can you expound on that that thought? But is that a real woman, though? Come talk to me, Tasha. Talk to me. If you got to play games. To get somebody mm. and hold out, what does that say about you? Well, it's the same thing. You know, so just come real. You know what? People respect the truth a lot more than a lie. Mm. 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 Let me say this, Tasha. <laughs> Let me say this, Tasha, because I got to stop you right here. A lot of brothers don't give sisters credit when they call sisters on their BS. Tasha right. just called a whole section of sisters out. 
and brothers act like they didn't say nothing. When we come forward, I'm going back to Inglewood because Tasha is cooking with grease. We used to do same things we used to Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is back in the building. Let me just say this, man. Relationship is about growing up internally. We're, we're, we're not going to get everything that we think we want. But we will get everything that our heart and our soul knows we need. And sometimes it's going to hurt. A lot of people don't understand that about the purpose of relationship. So when we go into relationship with a lack of understanding about why we're there, we tend to become control freaks, neurotic, aggressive, uh, combative, disrespectful, hypo, uh, uh, um, hypocritical. I'm going to hit you with this. Dr. David R. Hawkins, a quote from his book, Power Versus Force. I want you to hear this. Power serves others, whereas force is self-serving. True statesmen serve the people. Ten politicians exploit people to serve their own ambition. Statesmen sacrifice themselves to serve others. Politicians sacrifice others to serve themselves. His book is trying to make a distinction between a spiritual space and a societal transactional space. Force and power is like demand versus command. That takes us to this low-level relating called bare minimum. You got to give me the bare minimum in order for me to be happy. Or you got to give me more than the bare minimum. You just giving me the bare minimum. What type of mindset always recognizes and evaluates and categorizes bare minimum behavior? Let me get my colleague Tasha back in here from Inglewood. Tasha. Yes. I'm trying to teach another level to this thing, man. <laughs> I hear you. Talk to me. But you know what? Yes. You know what exhausting? Hmm? What is exhausting is keeping a lie going, not being your true self. Mm-hmm. So when people think they have to put up these facades and play these games and whatnot, it's going to come a time where that's just going to just be too much. Mm-hmm. The truth is so much easier mm-hmm. to carry yeah. than a lie, because you got to keep remembering that lie to keep it going. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, I agree with that. It's 100%. just frustrating to hear some of these mindsets, you know. Yeah, but I will say the lie that comes to your life is answering a call from a lie inside your spirit. Mm. And, I, and a lot of people don't want to hear that. Otherwise, the lie would see you just like a crip would see a sister from the Nation of Islam and be like, don't try to talk to her. 
Dear, dear, I, I know a lot of people don't understand. A gangbanger will see a sister from the nation and be like, nah, man, don't try to holler at her. Because they understand it's a different thing. It's not even aligned. Nobody ever asked why. How did the lie get into the guest room, <laughs> into the green room? How did the lie get VIP passes into my spirit? How did that happen? Mm. It's not rhetorical, Tasha. I mean, the crazy thing about it is that people try to put out what they think the other person wants to hear mm -hmm. or what they think the other person needs to, uh, what situation they need to be in for them to be uh, the one, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But that's not who you really are. Mm. And mm. if you're leading, leading with a facade and a lie, you have nowhere else to go but deeper into, you know, deeper and deeper into that hole. No, I agree. I agree. A liar is someone's internal lies soulmate. Otherwise, they can't come into your life. People fail to realize that there's a lot of stuff you don't want to deal with about yourself. And that will attract the liar, the user, the manipulator, the usurper. That will attract that. Tasha, let me just say, I appreciate it when my callers get you frustrated and angry enough to call in. <laughs> we love it. Thank you, sister. <laughs> I appreciate you putting me on an amazing show. I'm learning so much. Thank you. Thank you. So thank much. You. We appreciate you. Your callers you. are amazing. All right. I'm going to come do your show soon. You better. All right, young lady, I'll talk to you soon. The voice of reason, I got phone calls. We're going to go to Dallas, Texas. We're going to go to Denver, Colorado. We're going to go to, what is that, Salisbury, North Carolina. Listen, this is a discussion. I claim to know nothing, but I need you to participate so we can delve deeper into this bare minimum thing in intimate relationships. He's on fire tonight. It's the voice of reason with Zoe Williams exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a whole vibe on a Monday night. True or false? Common courtesy and human decency are not characteristics. That should be exceeding our expectations. Of course not. But I'm here to tell you, in a ratchet, toxic world, somebody going to come in limping. And if they're limping, <laughs> there are going to be problems in the relationship. There's going to be. Listen, a man might come in, got the he, he may have the whole provider protector thing that down. But he might give you the bare minimum, minimum emotionally because he hasn't worked through something. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, we don't know the reasons for why people come in with the bare minimum in certain areas. Most people take it as you're not into me. We'll get into that later. The phone lines are jammed. True monger, Dallas, Texas, jump in here and share your thoughts. Oh, man, this topic here. Um, <laughs> I don't think people really take time to think about stuff like this. Um, they they, they don't have an idea what the bare minimum is themselves. 
they go and buy what they may see or whatever examples they may have had mm-hmm. and trying to uh, implement that into their life and saying, oh, if you don't do this or do that, uh, you're not going to be worth much more, much more of my time. Uh, or is the woman thinking that or the man thinking that? Um, I think a lot of times people are too impatient. They want what they want right away, and they don't take time to really get to know the person they're dealing with, but they want their result. Mm-hmm. And it went on a consistent basis, but you got to factor stuff in like maybe people weren't taught certain things. And they carry those habits into whatever relationships they're going into. And nobody ever took time to show them differently. Or they never bothered to learn differently, and they thought those bad habits were okay. Right. So they just continue to do them. Right, right. And then they may come come across somebody that's letting them know, they're like, no, it shouldn't be going down that way. Let me discuss with you about something different. Mm-hmm. Either they're going to be uh, open to it or they're going to be resistant to it. And then the situation may play out however it plays out. That person may move on to somebody else. And the one that's wondering why they left, is sitting there like, what was the problem? Mm. I, I did what I thought I was supposed to do. But like, like we always say, their self-work should never stop. If they're not looking at themselves, they're not checking themselves and their habits, they're not growing. They're just staying stagnant and thinking that everybody else is the problem. Mm. They're not looking to, uh, thinking to look at themselves. 100%, man. 100% agree. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Dallas, Texas, my homeboy, True Monger. You already know, if you want to bring your city into the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We thank True Monger for heeding the call to action by picking up the phone and sharing his insight. Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado, it's your time to shine. Talk to us about the bare minimum in relationships. Peace, family. Um, The bare minimum for me is self-empathy. Like, not to be confused with sympathy, because with sympathy, you're going to victimize. But how do you treat yourself? How do you tap in with yourself? How do you build yourself up? How do you teach yourself? How are you your own soul's gatekeeper? Mm. Like, you got to be able to do those things for yourself before you, you know, can even think of giving it to somebody else. And when I think of masculinity, I think of a teacher, a coach, a builder, a gardener of the soul, a mm. gatekeeper. Come on. Come on. This is what I'm talking about. How many self-championships have you won? That's right. Come in with some self-rings. Now we're talking. Go ahead. I I didn't mean to just Go ahead. (laughs) It's okay. When I think of um, femininity, I think of a nurturer, an advisor, a gatherer of resources, and a director of those resources. And when it comes to the nurturing part, I know a lot of women, you know, as soon as we hear like fit the word femininity, we're automatically triggered. And it's like, oh, cooking and cleaning and all of this stuff. But it's like before you get to all of that, thinking outside of yourself, thinking what how you're going to give some femininity to somebody else. Like what femininity to do I give to myself? How do I nurture myself? How do I advise myself? 
how do I take my resources and direct them so that they grow properly? Like a lot of us aren't even apothecaries anymore. It was many, many of our families that would not have survived if grandmother didn't understand her herbs and her foods and what different things to serve the family to keep them healthy, to bring them up out of some sort of sickness or ailment that fall upon them. Also, taking what granddad brought to the table. Granddad was the hunter. Like, grandmama's the one that took those resources and spread them. She could take a chicken and make it last for a week, feeding five to ten mouths. You know what I mean? (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. But again, how do I show up for myself? If we can worry about how we show up for ourselves, That's real. then it won't be so hard to show up for other people. And in regards to like the whole femininity and masculinity thing, like as a woman, if I'm not showing up as my full feminine self, which also means that there's a masculinity balance, then of course the divine masculine is not going to show up in front of me. Mm. If I'm broken, what's going to show up in front of me is more brokenness. Come on. There it is. I have a choice whether or not to move forward. <laughs> you know, how, how are we going to move forward? Do we move away from each other and go do our healing? Or do we, you know, try to heal together? Like, what are we going to do? Man, you know, some That's people. That's all I have to say. Some people like shards in their spirit. We appreciate oh, no. you. <laughs> <laughs> Callie Soul, we appreciate you. You brought Denver, Colorado into the building. Yes, Let's sir. zip all the way over to the East Coast, Southeast. Tim from Salisbury, North Carolina. Jump in here, brother. What are your thoughts? How you doing, brother? Uh, first and foremost, a lot of respect to you, man. What you do helps the communities help me out a lot. Thank you, but, brother. Um, appreciate it. My, my um theory on the bare minimum perspective is I think – there's a lot of unhealed wounds, and I think a lot of people are facing a demon. So they like, well, I'm not doing this because I went through this with this person, and I went through that with that person. So they're bringing a lot of luggage from life and life letdowns and, and different things and, and fair relationships, and they're bringing that, and then they're putting that all on that one person to the point to where people are not trusting each other. People are looking at each other like, well, this last girl did this to me, so I ain't doing this for that, you know what I'm saying, to where they just need to let go. And the last caller really hit on something really hard when she said you got to show up for yourself because when you show up for yourself, you're not going to expect so much out of the next person because you're already doing it for yourself. And that's all I wanted to add. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Tim from Salisbury, North Carolina. Call in anytime. We appreciate it. What's my time? Do I can I get some more people? Yes, yes. Chakra Q, Raleigh, North Carolina. Let's go, man. You gotta you gotta turn your whole living room down. Your living room is loud. You gotta turn that whole living room piece down. Just so we can hear you, you can't listen to the show and be on the phone at the same time. Just turn it down. Shock I got it. All right. What's happening, man? I got it. What's good? Peace, love, family. Uh, So for me, just listening to the show, I feel like my perspective, or at least how I look at it, is that a lot, a lot of us move from a scarcity mindset instead of an abundance mindset. Let's and go. So when you... When you do that, it's like, it's mine, mine, mine. If I see my brother, my coworker, whoever, my, my girlfriend or whatever, get a uh, get some money or get a promotion, you know, for some reason is this energy where it's like, oh, they're taking away from me. I'm not a better person or, or whatever. Like you internalize that. But where does that come from? And that, that could be a question that, you know, I'd like you to answer. But when you come from, when you move in a, uh, an abundance mindset, it's like, 
hey, I'm doing what I need to do, and I'm going to bring it back to the table. You do what you need to do. Either way, your win is my win. And I just feel like on all realms, whether it be emotionally, financially, and all of that, it's like I don't understand why we don't move as a collective. And we all know the societal conditions and blah, 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 and the reasons why, but that still when we walk away and we, we sign out and we disconnect, we still sit and, and, and move in that scarcity mindset. And I don't know if that's in, internal security, insecurities or what, but yeah. I, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there and, and go ahead. No, that's, that's big, man. That's big that you brought that up because only the empty requires repayment. I know that people, that they never heard it that way. When you're internally empty, you can't afford to do something that won't be repaid. Only the empty requires repayment. When you're full of self-awareness, self-love, self-approval, self-acceptance, self-appreciation, self-acknowledgement, when you're full of it, Right. There is no I'm doing this because I believe in you and I hope that this will show you that I care about you so you can in kind show me that you care about none of that matters. You're doing it out of the kindness and fullness of your ability to do so. This is why the concepts like bare minimum. It lets me know people are functioning at a low level in relationship as it pertains to spirituality. The more socially enriched you are, typically, and I'm talking, when I say enriched, I'm talking about, uh, uh, I should say enmeshed. The more socially enmeshed with social game rules and benchmarks and things of that nature. When you're like that, you don't have time for the spiritual work. I tell people all the time, when you walk into the relationship, the first thing you should be looking for is how you show up. In positive and negative ways. How do you show up? Most people, they, they want what they want. They're in the relationship. They're dating a concept. They're dating an idea. The idea of their expectations. The idea of the person. The, the potential of the person. Uh, and their ability to deliver a particular outcome. That's what they're dating. They never met the person in real life. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Chakra? I mean, it, it, you know, it, it seems like... People are in. It's like, what's in it for me, right? Like, what, all the what way am I through. gonna get? I'm all the way through. All the way through. So, so how? You know, I'm. I would love to invest and pour into you, brother. You know, coming from a sister, but it's. I'm not gonna share my kids with you unless you can guarantee that you're gonna be here every day and you're gonna give me all this time. And it's like, am I showing you through action that? Here I'm I'm coming with like as you say I'm I'm leading with my my hurts and my pain and here it is where I'm trying to go I'm laying it all out so why why aren't you seeing my action why aren't you seeing what it is that I'm doing and and taking that and let's grow instead it's just it's still a a, a selfish uh, focus as far as well I, you know you're moving in fear you're like oh well, I'm I'm afraid because if if I if I give him this and it doesn't work out. You don't need to worry about all that. Well, I will say 
in terms of children, that's a fair question for a woman to ask. If we're going to have children, I want to make sure that you're going to be there because the children need you. You know, if you're going to help co-create them, they need, you know, your balance and who you are and your spirit and your effort and energy. I, that's a fair ask. Right. Okay, Zo. So how about this? So I'm I'm born in 83. So I came up under it takes a village somewhat. I'm on the back on the end cusp. And so, yes, when my dad, my dad is it was a pillar in in our little community, but it was nothing for my dad to go pick up cousins and and kids in the neighborhood and take them on a fishing trip and bring them back. Right. So, yeah, I and so if I deal with a woman and she already has kids and I'm already coming into your life like, hey, you see what I'm doing. That's why you rock it with me. But don't and, and I take your kids and and maybe you got, you know, your kid's cousin or your friend and we all go to the museum and we kick it. That's cool. I, I don't understand. You see how I'm moving. So why am I why can't you acknowledge and just validate me and see this brother is just giving and he's uh, sharing chakra. Wrong direction. Yeah. Wrong direction. Got it. And that, okay. Uh, uh, stop looking for external acknowledgement. It's cool to have. It's dope when it comes organically, but you should not be looking for that. You should be cultivating self-acknowledgement, self-approval. Oh, no, no. When I, when, I was talk, when I was talking, I'm talking about the females looking at me that way. No, I, I get it. I get it. But I'm okay. saying all of that stuff is inside work. And, right. And once it's set internally you don't have to ask for it that's power versus force see people who gotta ask for it it's not set internally people who gotta demand it it's not set internally when you have all Mm. of those high qualities set internally it's not even an ask it bends space time to fit it it's just to do (laughs) it that's it (laughs) you understand Hey, Chakra, I appreciate well, I the call, man. You, brother. Yeah, I, man. I gotta I'm move. Get out of here. Yeah, this was good. We got phone lines cracking like crazy. When I come forward, Baton Rouge, Pasadena, California, Grand Prairie, Texas, the voice of reason is on fire tonight. Is it good to you? Good to you? More voice of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. More of the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams right now on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm sitting here thinking about you tonight. And all that you mean to me. I used to think I would never fall in love again. I guess I was wrong. Your heart is broken When your wounded pride is laid to rest babe. You'll never open your heart to anyone else the same But you lie, I know you're lying babe You see your mind might be Ladies my sisters, my brothers, I'm going to tell you right now, if we heal our relationships, Lord have mercy. 
There's absolutely nothing we can't do. It's hard to do business with somebody that is resentful or envious or low-key hypercritical, right? Or has their own internal issues. It's, it's even hard to do business with folk like that. Imagine being in an intimate relationship. Are you being bare minimumed? Huh? Are you being bare minimumed? Maybe you've bare minimumed yourself. Every time you sequester wounds, that's an act of bare minimizing yourself. Huh? I know I, I I know nobody wants to hear that. I know that's not a popular thing. I know everybody's been cultured and conditioned to think that your partner is supposed to be your spiritual toolbox that fits that fixes you. That's not how it works. Sim- simple and plain, your partner can't fix you. All they can do is reflect you. That's it. They are the question you have always had the answer and you bounce from relationship to relationship ignoring the answer in pursuit of an external fix and it's all internal none of this stuff would matter bare minimum none of it would matter you know why because people would be in a space of acceptance i'm accepting this moment with this live human being that is a physical representation of all that is and i'm enjoying this moment right now everybody's looking to the past i don't want to do that again look into the future oh i can't wait until we arrive here when we gonna get married when we gonna jump the broom when we gonna take our relationship to the next level it's all this societal stuff that's getting in the way of the actual spiritual purpose for why this person is in your life. Dre from Baton Rouge. Talk to me, man. Peace, How you doing? Man, I'm alive and well. Good to have you, brother. Say, maybe you can help expound on my perspective, but this is what I get from the bare minimum concept. I get the come as you are at church. Mm-hmm. Because the person that shows up as that, that chooses to come as they are, they get the most attention and they get talked about the most, you know, but he's doing what was, what was said, come as you are. This is all I have. So this is how I am. Mm. And that ain't enough, right? You get that. That ain't enough. Right. Ooh, go ahead, brother. Right. Come on. Right. <laughs> You know, and that's the same thing because if relationships are spiritual and you have bare minimum, come as you are, church is supposed to be spiritual, but you're not getting fed. So that's just something that I got from from the conversation. And I was like, you know what, that's what this reminds me of, come as you are in church, but that's not really true. Wow. Hey, brother, I appreciate that. Thank you for hanging on the line to drop that mega bomb. We appreciate you. You brought Baton Rouge into the building. Hey, man, call in anytime, especially if you're going to be hitting them out the park like that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace, brother. Yes, we got these phone callers. We got to roll through them. But before I do, what are the bare minimum things in a relationship? Bare minimuming someone means exactly what it says. You're only giving them the bare minimum of yourself. 
the bare minimum of your time, the bare minimum of your effort, attention, commitment, and emotions. It's offering the least possible amount of yourself that is needed in order to keep the other person interested. What a sick culture we live in. Why is, why do I have to do things to keep you interested? It tells me you were never interested before. You're interested in stimulation. You're interested in activity. Spirituality is sedentary. Let me hit you that way. Let me hit you that way. Spirituality is sedentary. Now, sedentary in the physical, but dynamic and active in the spiritual. So now, your relationship has to be dynamic and active in the physical, but it's not dynamic and active in the spiritual. It's sedentary in the spiritual. This is why you guys keep running into the fact that you need a spark. We got to read. Uh, we, we lost our spark. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't know if that's too much. Richie Rich, Pasadena, get in here. What's happening, Big Zoe, man? What's happening, everybody, tonight, man? Look, <laughs> the bare minimum ingredients that, that I expect and that I bring to the table, man, is just um, giving 100% uh, e- effort, uh, compassion, and honesty. You know what I'm saying? Love me. Tell me the truth and give me 100% because that's what I'm going to give you. You know what I'm saying? Um, for, for the brothers that be complaining about the sisters, man, listen. Do y'all push-ups, homie. Get into your local park. Do some pull-ups. Do some sprints. You feel what I'm saying? Be a man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, look, so I just don't get it. So I, um, I, went to the, I went to the Red Inn on Saturday. You know what I'm saying? The little red hand. You feel yep, me? Yep. Walked down the Oaks with the white beater on. Hit Charles White. Hit all the hit Jack Rob. Had a wonderful time. You feel me? So, so many sisters out there. How you doing, brother? Let me pray for you. Let me hug you. What you need? We got food. Just... I don't get it, Zone. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand it, man. So y'all brothers that keep complaining about the original woman again, man, go to your local park and do some workouts, man, and be a man for real, for real. Get some pie metrics in. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out, man. Straight out. And when, and when they be complaining about it, it ain't no spark. That's the man who ain't getting it popping in the bedroom, man. Learn how to stir that box up, man. Straight up and down. You feel me? Stop eating that fast food, homie. Stop smoking a little bit. You feel me? Make sure your respiratory and your circulatory system is correct, homie. It's just simple stuff. So I don't get it, man. We the original people. We got this melanin in us. We we got heaven on earth. What's the problem? <laughs> hey, once again, man, Richie Rich always brings that classic OG Pasadena flavor, man. I appreciate you, dog. <laughs> All right, so peace. All right, then, man. Get some risen. He is risen. Get some of that. Oh, my God, man. Hey, Bowman from Grand Prairie, Texas, jump in here, man. Talk to me. What's going on, Zoe? The brother that was talking about the um, church yes. um, as come as you are, I actually want to touch on that because I was thinking the same thing. Though what's crazy is that the way most of us in our youth approach relationships, like um, a street that has traffic that runs through it, but on that same street, there's a church with a sign that says, come as you are. So you pass it up plenty of times, and finally you walk in with the expectation that your life will change, and uh, you will get the white picket fence. Now, the the church is a representation of the womb, which means we're supposed to uh, be refined when we come out. 
So you walk out of the church the first time, and you're dressed up as a bum, you know, living with your parents, and women and men pass you up. Now, the second time you go back in, you know, you're still single. You ask God, hey, why am I not getting these people? Uh, I have a place to stay, all this other stuff. I have a car. You know, God, what's wrong with me? And you come out, and you feel unfulfilled. But the the key is we're coming as we are, not ex- we're, we need to grow. We're coming as we are, but we aren't um, – we aren't getting that spiritual that spiritual part of ourselves that is supposed to be refined and going back into the womb like we're supposed to and coming out as a newer person. Mm, I love it, brother. So, I love it. I appreciate the call as always. Grand Prairie, Texas is in the building, man. I appreciate you, Bowman. Call in any time. For sure. Yeah, man. Can I, can I just? I gotta go. Oh. Okay, good. Let me just say this. Stop begging for the bare minimum in love and ask for more. This is what somebody else wrote. These are my responses to that. Somebody says, stop begging for the bare minimum in love and ask for more. They said, you deserve more. I say, don't ask for nothing and become what you pursue in others. Give, I guarantee you, if I sat people down and queried them and made them journal, I guarantee you 99.9% of them will be giving themselves the bare minimum. Yet requiring more than the bare minimum from their partner. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. It's just that, it, listen, let's just keep it real. Self-work is not popular. It might be popular in terms of people using the terminal. You you were traumatized and you got daddy and mama issues. It might be popular in terms of people using terms and words. But in terms of doing the work, it's not popular. It's never been popular. It's hard work. For somebody putting in uh, a low effort in relationship, recognize what is essential. First off, ask yourself the question, why did you label label it low effort? Why do you need more effort? Ask, just ask. These are basic questions. Why do I want more? Why do I sense, perceive, or label this as not enough for me? Why? I guarantee you. The why will will deliver multiple answers. Learn how to do more than the bare minimum in a relationship for it to thrive. I'm telling you, spiritually grown people don't have to do a lot. (laughs) And I'm not saying there's something that's just wrong with it. I'm just saying doing is a crutch for not healing. Okay. I know y'all not ready for this work. Doing. Incessant doing. Let's go eat. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, let, let's go to. Let's go to Catalina. Uh, let's go to Nobu. Uh, let's go to the meditation garden. None of that stuff has any meaning if your soul is still hurting. All you're doing is belaying. Let, let, let me. Let, let me. Let me do it another. Eckhart Tolle 
To love is to recognize yourself in another. But when you recognize the darkness in you in another, you telling me it doesn't manifest itself as contempt, as resentment, as competitive and combativeness, as conflict. You mad at them because you see what you've been trying to run from in you. Okay. Eckhart Tolle said, a genuine relationship is one that is not dominated by the ego with its image-making and self-seeking. In a genuine relationship, there is an outward flow of open, alert attention towards the other person in which there is no wanting. All we do is want from each other. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I'm telling y'all, we are spiritually impoverished when it comes to relationships. And that's why childish concepts like the bare minimum exist. When I come forward, I'm going to keep slapping you upside the dome piece on your way home from Jones Beach. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. More of the voice of reason with Zoe Williams right now on KBLA Talk relationships yes we want our partners to be respectful and some of our partners are very respectful right sure we want our our partners to be great communicators and some of our partners are in fact great communicators but i'm gonna tell you everybody every relationship has its set of issues that it has to deal with And that is the spiritual purpose of relationship. You commit an act of bare minimizing when you refuse to work on what is yours to work on. Right? I always say, if something is happening to you, there is a good chance that it is happening because of you. Discover that part before you start blaming. Whatever is happening to you, in many instances, are happening because of you. Stop begging for the bare minimum externally and start being what you require. When you become what you require, it is now no longer an ask. It is a part of manifestation. 
It is no longer an ask. It is now manifesting. It will manifest into your life. You will magnetize. You will call it in. It won't even be a demand. It'll be part of the universe's command for your life. Right? And I know a lot of people don't see that. Right? Relationships, man, they are tough. The great Krishnamurti said it like this, the book of life. I love this quote because it encapsulates today's society. Most of us are not in communion with anything. We are not directly in communion with our friends, with our wives, with our children. So to understand sorrow, surely you must love it. Must you not? That is, you must be in direct communion with sorrow. If you would understand something, your neighbor, your wife, or any relationship, if you would understand something completely, you must be near it. You must come to it without any objection, prejudice, condemnation, or repulsion. You must look at it, must you not? Apply that to yourself. Most of us are not in communion with self. This is why demands, relationship demands, gimme, 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 uh, provide for me, show me that you care about me, make an effort. If you loved yourself the way you wanted to be loved by somebody else, it would not be a request. You would magnetize it organically. But you magnetize lies. You magnetize brokenness. You magnetize disappointment. You magnetize dukkha, suffering. Because you haven't dealt with it within yourself. And got the nerve to have an attitude about it. I can't, I can't deal with the bare minimum. I'm not going to. Brothers be the bare minimum, you got to at least cook me an omelet. Huh? Hard as I work. You better get in there and make uh, some liver and rice. <laughs> liver gravy and rice with the sauteed onion. You better get in there. No. It's a lot of work to be done internally. If you're not in communion with self, objectively, like I'm objectively in communion with self, non, non-judgmentally, no condemnation, no repulsion. Most of us are so repulsed by ourselves, we run to an external partner begging to be loved. Oh, Lord. Oh. I don't know. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who I'm talking to. If I'm talking to you, this is not a judgment of you. This is not a judgment. I promise. Listen, I, I got to come forward. This topic has been powerful. Danny Morrison and Robin Ayers are on the way up. They're going to keep the fire going. I started it. You finish it. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. Deuces.
KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.